It was announced over the weekend, kind of lost in the madness of the Super Bowl, that Derek Carr is not going to waive his no-trade clause, which means the Raiders will probably release him on February 15th. What does that mean for the Saints? But more importantly, what happens if they miss out on Derek Carr? Let's talk about that right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Houdat Nation? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. I'm your host, Chris Vogel, and this podcast is sponsored by the Birdsall Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. They're located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. You can give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, make sure to mention that Boot Crew Media sent you. That's Birdsall Law Firm. The, officially injury, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. So, a lot of talk about Derek Carr over the last, let's say, two weeks or so, right? Derek Carr visits with the Saints. It seems like that meeting goes well, but again, doesn't waive that no-trade clause to get out, decides that he wants to be released. I'm not all that surprised by that. Your favorite NFL insiders around the league were probably kind of hinting that that is a reality, for this situation and some of it makes sense right Derek Carr doesn't owe the Raiders anything especially after the way that situation unfolded and for him he gets to hit the open market and kind of choose where he wants to go and he has that freedom he has a little bit more flexibility now to pick his next landing spot now it doesn't mean the Saints are out of the sweepstakes I don't think that's the case at all and honestly I think when push comes to shove and this whole thing kind of opens up and there's a Derek Carr bidding war because teams are quarterback needy at this stage in the game I do think the Saints are going to be one of those teams where they start saying, well, here are the three finalists. I think they'll be one of those three. I really do uh, for a variety of reasons. One being the Saints have been aggressive in their pursuit of him. There is a familiarity there with Dennis Allen. The NFC South doesn't really have a lot of strong quarterbacks right now. So Derek Carr can slot right in to that number one spot unanimously because of how weak that division is at the most important position in football. But the fact that he is going to hit the market and the Saints can't just flip a third or fourth round pick for him and acquire him today and say he is your quarterback for the 2023 season. Uh, I do think that there is kind of that that unknown and it puts the Saints in a tough spot where you start to wonder, okay, are they going to be able to bring home Derek Carr? Now, before I get into what happens next, I want to kind of remind people that before you start saying, I don't want Derek Carr, and I don't think Derek Carr is an upgrade, and I know a lot of you feel that way, and that's totally okay. Uh, I'm one of those people that I'm not going to try and change your mind uh, if you really feel strong about something. Now, I would like to have this podcast and people finish listening to me and go, you know what? Chris brought up a lot of good points, but you know what? You can't always change people's perspective. So if you're one of those people that don't want Derek Carr on the Saints, you do you, and that's totally fine. But When you watch a game like you did last night, right? Chiefs, Eagles in the Super Bowl. There's no way you don't walk away from that game and go, man, the Saints need an upgrade at quarterback, an absolute upgrade. But you also have to be a realist. Patrick Mahomes doesn't grow on trees. Jalen Hurts, guys like him do not grow on trees. Good thing for the Saints, they play in the NFC. They don't have to worry about going through a gauntlet that features Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. You don't have to go through that. I just gave you six incredible talents at the quarterback position all in the same conference. The NFC, however, it's Jalen number one. If you don't put Jalen number one, you're being ridiculous because 
Aaron Rodgers is not playing for the Packers next season. Let's call a spade a spade. So Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. After Jalen Hurts, the other options in the NFC are good, not great. Matthew Stafford, good when healthy. Do you call him great, though? I don't know. Kirk Cousins, good, not great. Dak Prescott, good when he's avoiding turnovers, not great. Kyler Murray, good, not great. So, yeah, Derek Carr in the NFC, all of a sudden you're like, all right, you have what it takes to win that conference quarterback-wise, quarterback-wise. That's why when I finish watching the Eagles-Chiefs game, now I don't say, oh, man, they need Derek Carr. Like, Derek Carr is not the top of the list guy you want. Be fair. But I sit here and I analyze the NFC and I look around and it's not the strongest of conference and I know the Saints already have a top 10 defense and I know they're in a terrible division. I go, yeah, next year would be a whole lot more exciting from a prospect pers- you know, perspective with Derek Carr quarterback than it would be what they just had this past season. And I think that's what it comes down to. So it leads me to my next point. What happens if the Saints miss out on Derek Carr? First off, I think you continue this kind of really, really tough look of swing and a miss. Swing and a miss last year into Sean Watson, which for some people that's a good thing because they didn't want all the drama that came with it and also just a lot of baggage. And I totally get that. I'm actually, I was on that side of the fence. So you miss out there. If you start missing out on guys like Derek Carr, who are good, not great players, then you start to wonder, well, who does want to play quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? That's my first question. But more importantly, and this is what a lot of people are missing sight out of, And I think that this is why when people like myself or any of your favorite Saints guys, you know, Nick Underhill, Ross Jackson, when they start talking, the the Saints Twitter podcast, when they start talking about Derek Carr, we're not saying Derek Carr is elite and the Saints need Derek Carr to win the Super Bowl. We're saying is the upgraded quarterback needs to start somewhere. And Derek Carr is not a bad start to kind of take that next step forward. Because right now you're just stuck in neutral. And you're stuck in neutral on a hill. So you're not going forward. You're kind of slowly but surely kind of drifting back. And I think for the Saints, Derek Carr gets you out of neutral at least. And you're putting the car in drive. No pun intended. And you try to work it from there. If Derek's the guy, great. If Derek's not the guy, okay, it's better than what you had. You try to move forward now. That matters to me. So Derek Carr, let's say he goes to the Jets or the Panthers. He's not on the Saints. Where do you go from there? Well, for starters, you hope that it's not the NFC South because I know a lot of people love to crack Derek uh, Derek Carr jokes right now, but if Derek Carr were to go to the Panthers, I would pick them to win the NFC South. Really young defense, young emerging talent, Brian Burns, J.C. Horn. Offensively, you still got D.J. Moore there. You bring in Frank Reich. I'd probably pick them to win the division, truthfully speaking, because I don't love what the Bucs have right now. I don't love what the Falcons are doing, and the Saints, who would be the quarterback? The first guy that probably come off to some people, realistically speaking, would be Jimmy Garoppolo. And my answer, and you guys know where I stand on this, would be a hard no. Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. But more importantly, he's 10 times more durable. And that matters to me. If I go over the last four or five seasons, right? Jimmy Garoppolo in 2018 plays in three games, tears his ACL. 2019 plays a full season great. 2020 misses 10 games because of an ankle injury. 2021 plays all the games they need him to, 15 for the most part. What happens in 2022? He comes in after Trey Lance goes down. You start saying, oh, Jimmy's playing well. He's looking a little bit better. Guess what happens? He gets hurt again. And the Saints over the last three seasons, 
I'm sorry, scratch that. The Saints, over the last four seasons, had dealt with injuries at the quarterback position. Let's go through it, shall we? 2019, Drew Brees gets the thumb injury. 2020, Drew Brees gets the rib and lung injury, and that was crazy, obviously. 2021, Jameis Winston, poor dude, 5-2. and two. They're playing well. Tears ACL. 2022, broken back with a foot injury. No Jameis after week three. This team cannot afford to have another season of not only subpar quarterback play, but getting no durability out of their starting quarterback. And the one thing you got to give Derek Carr is that he plays almost every single game that he can. If you don't believe me, you go look at the numbers. Derek Carr, the last couple seasons, 16 games, 16 games, 15, 15, 16, 16, 16, 17 games last year. He played 15 this year, and the two he missed, he was benched for, so he was healthy for them anyway. That matters. So if you lose out on Derek Carr, paying Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a lesser quarterback, but more importantly, far more injury prone, that for me is not an answer. But I also have to be realistic about this because I think we don't want to go into too much fan fiction here. Guys like Daniel Jones, guys like Geno Smith, they're not going to be on the market. I know when people do their quarterback list, those are people they mention. Seattle's going to franchise tag Geno Smith probably or sign him to an extension. And Daniel Jones is most likely going to get a contract that people are going to look at for a second and go, what the heck is this? And then you realize the quarterback market's expensive. And that's also why I laugh about people complaining about Derek Carr making, let's say, $35 million. Daniel Jones is going to make $35 million this offseason. And I know you guys are probably going to sit there and go, are you kidding me, Chris? But we can go back to this when in a month from now, that's what he makes. It's the quarterback market. It is what it is. So I'm taking those out. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm a hard no on. Baker Mayfield, I'm also a hard no on. He looked good in some games with Sean McVay and the Rams had a nice situation going for him where he came in, no pressure, didn't have to win. The season was over and he made some big throws from time to time. But Baker Mayfield has bounced from Cleveland to Carolina, now to the Rams. I, I just don't know. I don't know what Baker Mayfield. And more importantly, the Saints locker room has a lot of respected vets. I don't know if they want to deal with a Baker Mayfield. You can say whatever you want about Derek Carr. He's not going to piss off another teammate. Baker might. So let's take Bakers off the list. Do you want Sam Darnold? If we start begging for Sam Darnold, something went terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. So how important is it? If they do miss out on Derek Carr, I think if they miss out on Derek Carr, they're going to do something that I've kind of said would happen from a couple months ago. Andy Dalton coming back. And before I say this, do not take this as a knock on the guy or even the football player because prior to this year, Andy Dalton had a respectable career in Cincinnati and he's just an older quarterback now. Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints in 2023. What the heck are fans supposed to get out of next season? What are they supposed to get out of it? Because I think this past year was the best it was going to get for Andy. He's going to be another year older. Defenses are getting faster. Don't know if you're going to get a healthy slate from him. What do you expect? Because I see a lot of people saying, well, what can you win with Derek Carr? I I know you can win the NFC South. Andy Dalton had the chance to win a bad division this year. Not even a bad division, a terrible division. And he couldn't do it. So, man, if that's the scenario you go down, if you miss out on Derek Carr, then you bring back Andy Dalton. How the hell do you sell that to the fans? How do you sell that? I I don't know. 
And, and I think the frustrating part is it's an actual option that is on the table. And that's why when guys like Derek Carr become available, I say go for it. And everyone loves to say, well, it's Derek Carr. How much do you like Derek Carr? I don't love Derek Carr, but boy, the alternatives in this league are very scary. And you're finding that reality out. You really are. And, and this is why when I say Andy Dalton's an option, people go, well, what if you draft a quarterback? I can't make this clear enough. I don't think the Saints are using their first round pick on a quarterback or want to this year because they're going in on this year. They're doubling down on DA. They're doubling down on Pete Carmichael. They're doubling down on this older roster. They're doubling down on using this time in a bad division to make shit happen. Maybe it will. But it's not going to be with a rookie quarterback because they're not going to afford to do that because then guess what? Are you giving this regime another year? So if they fail, they go, well, it was the rookie quarterback. He'll be better next year. Then you go into year three of this experiment. And then we start to lose our minds. And that's where it unravels. So Andy Dalton really is probably, if the Saints miss out on Derek Carr, where they go. And just to think of that, that really just hurts. It does. Because to watch a Super Bowl with the Jalen Hurts and a Patrick Mahomes and they're balling out. And then... You go back and you're like, whoa, who's your starter next year? Andy Dalton. Really? Like, let's take out this year's Super Bowl. Let's go back to the year before. Stafford and Joe Burrow are both ballers. I don't care what anyone says. We know Joe Burrow's a baller. Stafford's a baller too. I know some people are out on Stafford. Not me. I've always been a big fan of Stafford. The dude's a baller when he's healthy. So take the last four quarterbacks that have played in Super Bowls. If your response is going to be bringing back Andy Dalton, Lord, it's going to be a long year. And yes, Derek Carr is not any of those four quarterbacks I mentioned. He's not. But Jimmy Garoppolo got carried to the Super Bowl in 2019. Tell me Derek Carr, who's better than Garoppolo with a top 10 defense, can at least make this season somewhat fun? That's what it matters to me right now. And I love that people want to go the tank route. I get that. Trust me, the idea of Caleb Williams or Drake May in a Saints uniform is just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss to the max but they're not going to go that route. So what is the next best, best option? I think the next best option is saying, who's the best quarterback on the market we could get? It is Derek Carr. Okay, Derek Carr, top 10 defense. Alvin Kamara, get another running back in there with AK. Bring that dynamic back. Olave should be better. Rashid Shahid can be better. Maybe you add one piece via the draft or via free agency like a vet into the mix. Horrible division. Can you win 9-10 games? get into the playoffs, and hopefully you get a favorable draw. And I'm not going to sit here and think Saints are Super Bowl because I'm not delusional at all. At all. But I'd rather watch a team make the playoffs than do nothing, and more importantly, do nothing and not be good enough to get a quarterback. That's what people are missing, right? I'm not saying I want the Saints to be the Atlanta Hawks with Joe Johnson and Josh Smith where – they were the four or five seed every year and they made the playoffs, but guess what? They would just get beat by a Boston or beat by a Cleveland or beat by an Orlando or beat by whoever was the team to beat in the, in the Eastern Conference. You don't want that. You don't. Or even the Knicks right now, right? That's probably a more current example. You don't want to be that middling team that, yeah, you make the playoffs, but that's it. The problem is, though, the Saints are in a spot where it's either you take that or you take Andy Dalton coming back, then winning seven games again, not being good enough to make the playoffs, but not being bad enough to get the top pick. Which option do you want? So I find myself gravitating towards the one where it is Derek Carr, and it is kind of trying to piece things together in a very weak NFC, 
and hoping that, hey, maybe they, they make the playoffs, win a playoff game, and it's something to build off of. Maybe. Not saying that's going to happen. That's just the option I would prefer at this point. So, bring this full circle. What happens if the Saints miss out on Derek Carr? I think you start to go down the gloomy scenario of saying, man, they might just run back the team that they had last year. And boy, is that kind of a disappointing thought. Because you're a year older. You don't know if the division is going to be as bad as it was last year, right? We're assuming the NFC South is going to be bad. But I also assumed that the Giants were going to stink last year. I assumed that the NFC East was not going to have four teams vying for a playoff spot. I assumed the Seahawks were going to be bad without Russell Wilson. Assumptions are, they're guesses. They're guesses. So, what happens if you do miss Derek Carr? I think you're looking at Andy Dalton. And you're either breaking a mirror when you're looking at that, or you're saying, all right, man, get us four wins and a top five pick. And maybe that is what happens. I just don't see it. I think this team, unfortunately, is in a very annoying spot right now. Like I said, you're in neutral at the top of the hill. Do you want that little push? Or do you want to watch them slowly fall? But I can't promise you that they're going to hit the bottom after next season. It could be seventh pick, not good enough to get the top guy, another year of mediocrity. And that is depressing, especially... When the Super Bowl is over, you know how you get that kind of post-concert depression? Super Bowl ends, confetti falls, you watch these two great quarterbacks play, and your team doesn't have one at all. It stinks. It stinks. Now we're spoiled, right? We watched Drew Brees for 15 years. I totally get that. I know that some people are going to bring that up because, God forbid, younger Saints fans don't get ripped for not going through the tough times. But this is a league dominated by quarterbacks. It's okay for fans to say that they want better than Andy Dalton. And boy, I hope that happens. I just don't know if it will. So the question is now to you. If the Saints miss out on Derek Carr, where do they go in your mind? I'm so fascinated. But keep it realistic because I do not think they're landing Lamar Jackson in a trade. I do not think the Bears are trading Justin Fields. I do not think guys like Daniel Jones or Geno Smith will be available. So do you want to take a shot on a Jimmy G? Do you want to take a shot on a Baker Mayfield? Do you want to take a shot on a Sam Darnold? Do you want to bring back Andy Dalton and draft the guy? Like, what is the option here? I do not know. As you guys can tell, I probably think it's Andy Dalton. But I don't feel good about that. I really don't. But I've said that a million times. And I think after now saying it for a 12th time, I probably should stop right there. So let me know, guys, in the replies. Let me know on Twitter if you're listening in the audio form. What do you think happens? Derek Carr is not going to be traded to the Saints. He will be a free agent. Doesn't mean the Saints are out of it, but boy, it also doesn't mean they're at the forefront. And I think that is a scary spot to be in when you felt like you might add an answer for 2023. And now you're back to the drawing board, hoping that you can do enough to win that bidding war. And I don't know if they can. We'll find out if they will. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. Make sure to subscribe to Boo Crew Media's YouTube page. Hit the notification bell so videos like this and other stuff, great Pelicans content as well. You can check that out as soon as it drops. Until then, guys, enjoy this upcoming week. Let's hope to God the Saints get a quarterback. And when that happens, if it does happen, I'll be right here to talk about it on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.